Hey everyone, this is Dan the GM welcoming you to What the Dice, episode 21. We have been rolling bones for 21 episodes, which means this episode is legally allowed to drink. How about them apples? Well, enough chit-chat for me, guys. We're going to get on to the episode at hand. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. As we sit in the campsite, watching travelers pass us on the road beside us, the old man slowly sips his tea. Well, my friend, you know, sometimes traveling is a bit dangerous. Sometimes wild beasts watch from the shadows. Our team is now on the road, heading to the Holy City. But sometimes what happens between cities is interesting. Sit back, me friend, and hear me tale. All right, so as you guys are heading out of the village, the sun is slowly rising, and the old man is riding along, keeping pace. He seems a little tired and withdrawn, but that could be anything from fatigue or sadness from leaving his home. Can I get a perception check from everyone? 14. Alright, 14 for Clyde. 18. 18 for Defibulous. I accidentally closed my character sheet. I think I rolled a dirty 20. Okay. So, as you guys are trotting along, you hear the sounds of a horse coming up behind you. You guys hear that, right? I'm not imagining a horse coming. Yes, and Kalila will definitely be looking in the direction to see uh, who's coming up. As you look behind you, you see a strange-looking elf you've never seen before. In his ears are multiple jewel, uh, multiple earrings. His clothing are ragged, and he's wearing a very large hat covering some of his face, casting a shadow across. He slows down as he approaches behind, and he gives you a friendly wave. Good day, sir. He gives a smile and a nod. Rune is sorry. Rune was late. It's okay, Rune. Why do you look like an elf? He gives a slight tug to the hat, which then changes, and you see Rune. He goes, hat of disguise. I found. Becoming useful. Most people don't like talking to kobolds. Yes. I look like elf. Elf seem friendly. Well, most of them seem to be pretty friendly, yes. I will just kind of have that eh, shrug nod like she agrees. It works for me, Rune. As you guys are traveling, Rune is sitting back playing a, a gentle tune on his damaged guitar, giving a 
liveliness to this trail ride. As you guys go along, you notice that the air is chilly for this time of season. The old man reaches behind, pulls up a small fur blanket, uh, shawl, and pulls it around him and continues on. As you continue, the air starts to get a strange smell to it. Can I identify it? Roll your survival. Fifteen. You recognize that smell as a skunk. But this is a little bit more pungent than just like a a single skunk or even a group of skunks. It seems to have a lot to it. What do you call it, gathering of skunks? I don't know. What do you call it, gathering of skunks? That's a good question. Do you have an answer for this question? I don't. That's why it was a legit question. Let me actually look that up. A surfeit? Yep, the surfeit. There you Weird. go. Kalari will kind of motion for the horses to stop going, I don't mind a skunk smell every now and again while we're out here, but that's overly pungent. Do you guys smell that? Uh, I wish I didn't. I as well smell that, but I'm not sure what a group of skunks would have been attacking or um, of that like, so we might want to keep on our guard if they're together. Stay here and, and guard people, Clyde. I'm going to do a quick scout ahead. I put on my guard. I'm going to stealthy stealth and scout ahead. So you're hopping off the horse? Yes. All right. So as you hop off the horse, the smell is definitely stronger at ground level. Give me a perception. 16. With the 16, you see a giant skunk, mostly on the trail, where basically its rear end is on the trail, and it is digging through some undergrowth, clearly hunting for food. It has not seen you as it is busy trying to find its own food, but... You know that these are definitely more aggressive than their passive cousins, so the smaller the smaller skunks. These are definitely more aggressive, and they tend to be worse when it comes to their smell. Okay, as in, does it make a threat against us, or if we just keep dawdling along, it'll be fine? They are more aggressive. There's there's a high chance it will attack you if it deems it necessary. If you look like a better meal than what it is finding. Can we safely pass it or is it con- or would we be considered uh in its immediate territory? Based on how big it is and where it's at, you would probably be considered in its territory. Alright, um... Kill it with fire! <laughs> kill it with fire! Yeah, really, right? Uh, I'll head back to Clyde and them quietly and report the aggressively large skunk that we have found. Wait, they come in larger sizes? Yes. Ugh. And unfortunately, since it's not distracted by its dinner yet, or the meal it's looking for, it might consider us food. Well... 
one of two things can happen. Then we take a wider arc around the other side of the road so we can see it cross the road if it comes after us and do like a preemptive strike if it comes over here. Or we continue on our path and hope it doesn't worry about us. I can always go and entangle, try and entangle it. Won't it just spray us at that range? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Actually, she'd stop and think. Would it have enough of a range if it, she got it entangled where it was at compared to the road? So, you remember your master always telling you to stay away from them because they are able... Their spray is about... He's seen them spray out to 30 feet behind them. Okay, so it's within 30 feet of the road. Mm-hmm. Why we preemptively strike it rather than letting it have the chance to get closer to us? Or do we still have anything to distract it? Give it a meal? I do not know what it eats. Yeah, do we have any of those really rancid rations? Uh, they're scavengers, just like regular skunks. They'll eat practically anything as far as I'm aware. But considering, considering it's more of a predator, it'll probably go after more meat. Okay, so what do you guys want to do? Do we have any meat? That's what I'm asking. I don't have your inventories on me. Yep. I was asking Clyde. Oh, I thought you were asking me. He's talking to the party. <laughs> um, we don't have any more of the rancid rations. We had used them for the uh, gobbly goop thing. I might go after some regular rations. Okay. I mean, I'm sure we have stuff that we have hunted along the way and everything. Koala's eh, going to see if she can actually lure it away go around the backside and like kind of lure it further into the woods with some regular rations only do it from the trees from the trees okay so roll your climb to get into a tree and then roll your stealth to get close enough to it so you can um get to it sorry roll your that's okay 18 yeah. for a climb all right you're up and what move quietly Okay, for some reason, I am blind. I thought there was a... There it is. Stealth. I was looking for a completely different word. 24 for stealth. Alright. Let me roll his perception. 18, so you're good. Alright. So you are... Are you throwing, like, the bait to get it to go where you want it to go? Yeah, I want to lead it uh, away from the road. And my okay. aim to get it, like, an additional 50 feet away, if not more. Okay. So I'll do it in increments and see how far I can get. So, quietly undo a ration and chuck it in the other direction to see if it'll follow it. Let's see if you've got its attention. It stops what it's doing and it starts to sniff the air. It seems to be sniffing in the direction of the trail ration that you threw. Okay. She'll give it a minute to see if it goes after the uh, trail ration scent. It does not. It seems to bury its nose back in. What is, can I see what it's sniffing at right now? It looks like it might have found a rotted log. So there's probably grubs and worms and all sorts of buggy goodness underneath it. Mmm, buggy. Hmm. Damn, it's bugged. So it likes more of the bugs instead of the trail rations? 
Yeah, it seems like it's more preference to living food over dead. Or it doesn't like the smell of the rations. It's one of those you don't know. Okay. Could I use my trail scent kit to create a more powerful bug aroma for it to follow? You would have to get a, the bugs that it is eating or something that is similar to get it. And you would have to get a couple of them to build. And it would take a couple of minutes. A couple of minutes isn't bad. That's okay. fine. I will leave the immediate area so it doesn't hear or notice me. So I'll finally move away. Uh, roll your stealth. 18. Oh, I'm sorry. I was adding the wrong number. But, but yeah, that's fine. It would have been more anyways. Okay, so 14. You are not seen. Okay. I will make up the uh, more sm- tempting bait for it. So roll your survival. 17. Okay. You create this thick-looking paste after grinding up different bugs and maggots and beetles that you have found around, creating this Mm, bug paste. Syrupy bug antennae filled mixture. You're going to Slimy and satisfying? Yeah, very slimy. Slimy? Satisfying. What was that? Oh, I was quoting the Lion King with And I'm guessing you are going to add this to a trail ration and then try throwing it? Yep. Alright. So you were able to add it to this trail ration. The trail ration now has this pungent aroma of bug goo. Alright. You hear more rustling as you've clearly gotten the skunk's attention. You are downwind of it. It can smell you. I will chuck it in the direction since I'm still up in a tree and it only kind of knows that it only smells the potion. Yeah. And I will try to lead it further away from the road. It does. And you hear it push the step on the log, which cracks and splinters under its weight. And it begins to move into the deeper forest where you threw the ration. All right. I will wait there just for a tiny bit of time to make sure that it will keep its attention. It lumbers over and starting to sniff out the ration. It looks like you've got its attention away from the trail itself. All right. How far away from the road is it now? Far enough that if it did decide to come after you guys, you would hear it coming because it would have to push through the underbrush. Okay. I will quietly make my way back to the group and... Roll your stealth. Yeah. All right, you're good. You guys are going to continue down the trail. Sounds good. But when she does come back, I do ask her. I wonder how much money that hide would have been. Huh. The amount of washing that it takes is ridiculous. I was going to say, is the fur worth the effort and stench that would follow? I'm more concerned of our companions. Not only would we have to fight the thing, we would have to protect two people at the same time. Oh, if we went to it and they stayed here, you know, that's what I, I mean. I wouldn't want to them alone on the road anyways, so we would still be split. So, you guys hear a single guitar chord. Perception check. Ooh, I got a 20. Okay. 
Ooh, go you. 26. Aw, uh, usually people don't get well when I roll well. Right. I actually roll pretty decent. Uh, 22. Looking back, you start to notice that Rune's shape is fading away as the guitar chord continues to vent, as it continues to vibrate. Soon, he is completely gone. The horse is still there, and you hear Rune. Rune can hide easy. No need to protect Rune. I largely smile and go, good to know, Rune. That is impressive. Our party keeps getting more interesting each day. So you see the reins on Rune's horse get lifted, giving, letting you guys see that he is available to move on. Moving on down the trail, things seem very quiet. As it approaches nightfall on the first night, the sun is setting and you're finding yourself in a clearing. It's clear that many people have used this clearing as a place to rest. This is a commonly traveled traveling tra uh, trader trail. So it's not uncommon for you people to clear out brush and set up small areas to camp out. Sounds perfect to me. I'll do a quick scout around and make sure there's nothing dangerous in the area if you want to set camp. I will start setting up the camp. And I will do a perimeter patrol. Rune comes up to the Feebleist. Rune want help. How can Rune help? Um, let's see. Well, aside from playing music, what else can you do? Besides vanishing. Rune reaches into his bag and pulls out different tore up, damaged music sheets and begins to ramble off, you know, he can entrance animals. He has some things that he can do to attack. He can make himself move quicker. He can whisper messages from a great distance. Things like that. You could entrance animals? He nods. Huh. Do, like, they do what you tell them? Is more they keep eye on me. Ah. They no do nothing. They just sit and sway with me music. I can see that being kind of beneficial. Um, let's see. Uh, can you build a campfire? He thinks for a moment and nods. And he begins setting up a campfire. And the fibulous will thank him and kind of scout the, like, keep his eye on the tree line around the, the uh, clearing. Clyde, are you yes, setting up tents or what would you like to do? Um, I'm going to, I mean, as far as I know, I only have one tent to set. Actually, I don't think we have any tents. I don't think, I, unless somebody has a tent. I have bedrolls and stuff. I could probably makeshift some bedrolls together to form a tent. Or you could just use uh, leaves and sticks to make a lean-to. Yep, that is true as well. Alright, so you go about setting up camp. Yes. Kalila, mm. as you patrol around, making sure the area is safe, you find some footprints of different types of creatures that are heading deeper into the woods. A lot of wild creatures tend to stay away from massively traveled areas because, you know, normally guards and stuff like that. Nothing seems out of the ordinary. 
except large paw prints that seem to be creating a arc from a small river area to the other side of the encampment and then back. Something large and predatory is moving around. You don't see anything as of right now. Follow like, since it seems to be pacing or it seemed to come in what looked to be check the area and leave, can I try and follow its trail? Yes, roll your survival. Identify what kind of predator. Like, does it look like a big wolf paw print or something? Go ahead and roll your survival to track it and your knowledge nature to identify it. So survival to track it is a 19 and knowledge nature is a 17. With a 17, you recognize the paw prints as a wolf, but each paw print gives you the idea of this is a wolf the size of a horse. Warg. Mm. Or dire. Yeah. So pretty good contender for a dire wolf or just a really big wolf. Yes. As you continue to look around, you don't see any other paw prints around it, which means it's probably a solitary dire wolf, maybe a beta that has been driven out of its pack. Okay. So it's still, so it might be alone. Yeah. All right. I'm going to head back to camp. Uh, update everybody. Okay. She'll come back into camp, just kind of probably what seems like out of nowhere, and go, Clyde, Defibulous, uh, we might have a big wolf or dire wolf in the area. That's pretty dire news, then. So, what's, how do you deal with a giant wolf of ginormous proportions? Kill it? I, the, the problem that worries me is its tracks seem to have come into the area like it was looking, so it knows that people probably stay here, and it left, so there's a decent chance it might come back again. Well, do we kill it with fire, make it run away with fire, shoot it, or hope it just doesn't come back? Well, there's still enough daylight that I might be able to track it down. I was thinking of taking Clyde with me. Yes, I know you can't stealth. That's fine. But if it came back to the camp, Defibulous, we would hear your gunshot. Oh, everyone will hear that. Exactly. It, it, at least you would have a way of signaling if you were in danger. True. Very true. I mean, depending on where it is you could tell if it's running if it's going to run away from me because of the noise or run towards me and right. if it just runs away from me in the noise then i'll take a, a later shift watch and like walk around and make noise so i was thinking about scouting out and having you follow behind me clyde i think it sounds i do not want to tangle with a large wolf by myself true that perception checks the wolf is sitting there in the middle of the conversation. <laughs> I got a three. I am I am very focused on on Kyla <laughs> and what she's saying. Dirty twenty. Nineteen. Okay. Uh, let me roll for Ruin real quick. All right. So, uh, who rolled higher than a twenty? I got a dirty twenty. Okay. Kalila. Yep. As you're talking, you see two eyes 
glinting from the fire, staring at the group from the tree line. Is it behind Clyde? It is behind Clyde. Clyde, turn around with your yes. shield up. Wolf's behind you. As she pulls oh. for her arrow, Defibulous, guard, what's the old man's name? Ishel. Ishel. Guard Ishel. Will do. As you turn, Clyde, you see yes. this wolf. It is definitely a dire. It is a large black wolf about the size of a horse. Its teeth are glinting with the fresh kill that is still dripping from his fangs. He gives a deep, dark snarl as he steps into the light. Oh, you brought us food. Thank you. Um, I think you can keep it. You are the friendliest paladin <laughs> ever at the I don't know, something to play with. I mean, I'm still on guard, but hey, if he wants to share, I'm all for it. We are going <laughs> into initiative. <laughs> I'm going last. Oh, Anish, got it. I got a nat 20, so it's a total of 25. Bastard, you beat me. I rolled a 19 on dice, so 24? Alright, so the breakdown is... The Fibulous, Kalila, Rune, Wolf, Clyde. Beginning of combat. The Fibulous. Uh. Oh, I forgot to roll for Hugin. Roll for Hugin. Yeah, I can't leave Speeder out. 14. So, uh, hey Clyde, what's it like being slower than a spider? I am just reacting after everybody else does. I mean, is that a fair, fair assessment? I mean, think about Australian spiders and how big they are and how fast they move in general. Right. True. This is true. true. I mean, they're big enough to have their own health bars. I mean, come on. They are scary. All right. So top of round, the fibulous. What would you like to do? I can move and shoot, right? Like move to a position, then fire. Yes. All right. The fibulous will put himself in front of uh, Ishel. Okay. And then take him at the wolf and let him and fire at him. All right, roll. He will warn Ishel that this will this thing will get really loud really quick. Uh, how far away is the wolf from us anyway? It is within your camp, so the size of a a small campsite. So everything's within thirty feet. Okay, cool. I mean, this thing is the size of a horse. Uh, twenty-three. That is a hit. Uh. 14 damage. Kalila, you see this bullet strike this dire wolf. You can now see some of his blood dripping as it takes the bullet. Does it flinch? It flinches, but it's still holding its ground. Alrighty. Well, I'm probably just going to move just off to the side of Clyde while taking aim at it with my arrow as since the first mm -hmm. shot has been fired, there's no way that I can uh, probably calm this wolf down into not attacking us. Can you handle animal, a dire wolf? Is that a thing? You can't. Handle animal will knock it down from, like, what is it, aggressive to neutral. Yeah. But the thing is, you it did just get shot. Yeah, that's what I was like. Well, that happened. So I guess I'm going to go ahead and join the attack with it because I was thinking about that. 
Hey, that thing is big enough that it could probably stuff me in its mouth. It's getting shot. <laughs> right? No, I don't blame you, but it was a thought for just a moment. <laughs> Besides, I, I'm defending Ishil. Fair. Alright, so I'll be taking aim with my arrow. Uh, 18. That is a hit. Ooh, nice. I didn't expect a hit. Alright, it takes four damage, and it will bleed for four rounds. Alright, Rune is going to step out from behind Clyde, bringing his claws down across his guitar. So, you all hear the sound of these chords that are off-putting. In front of you, you start to see small pulses of almost glass-like shards coming across. The wolf seems to dodge out of it and snarls again. Rune looks down at his guitar and goes, I miss. It is now the wolf's turn. What you are... about my spy? Oh no, he goes after the wolf, doesn't he? Yep. Okay. All right, so we have Clyde. You were describing what the wolf did. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No, you're good. I finished. So Defibulous, Kalila, and Rune have sh done some kind of damage. And Clyde is going to be considered a threat because he is a big metal tin can. Yar. Kalila. Eh. This wolf runs at you and is going to try. Uh, it has to go past me. That means that uh, he's going after Clyde because you're in the way of his target. Right on. I rolled really low. What <laughs> the heck? Uh, <laughs> the dice gods are in our favor. Melee. 10 to hit? No. All right, well, the wolf charges you and tries to bite. His teeth scrape down across your shield, leaving that or echoing that really obnoxious, like, eee! as it bites down. Snarling, it's now locked eyes with Clyde. Hugin's turn. All right. Uh, Hugin is going to try and do an entangling attack so the, the, the puppy can't move. Okay. And it's, it's a reflex save? Uh, it, uh, it doesn't say. It just says tangling attack. The ranger can use this attack as a free action when he makes the attack. If the attack hits, the target is entangled for one round. Alright, so what does it use to hit? That's, I guess, more my question. It's a, probably a ranged attack. Yeah, okay. it's a ranged attack. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Thank you. 24. That is a hit. Then he is entangled for one round. I, it doesn't say anything about damage. Okay, so basically you're shooting webbing at him. Yeah. That's okay. how I interpreted it. Clyde, your turn. You have a big, ugly wolf staring you in the eyes. Hey, that's not nice. Don't call it ugly. That is considered entangled, so it can't move. For one round. But it's still within yep. melee strike. Yeah, uh, I think that means... Oh, man. Let me bring up Entangled. I, I can't remember that one. I can just see it now. The, the wolf and Clyde lock eyes and a romance is born. Sultry jazz music plays in the background. <laughs> Romantic music. <laughs> With the, the, the sexophone. I just hear a sex noodle in the background. Ah, uh, 
Uh, it takes a minus two penalty to all attack rolls and a minus four penalty to dexterity. Okay, so it doesn't have anything to do with me. And it impedes movement. All right, so I attack. I get a 16. That is a hit. Nice. I do 12 points of damage. Woo. As that blade comes down across it, the wolf looks weak, but still snarling. Oh, that's good. Time for my shield. <laughs> I hate you. I miss. All right. I miss anyway, so. <laughs> Top of round, Defibulous. This creature is now in melee combat with someone. Well, I'm going to reload. Okay. Kalila. Creature is in melee combat with someone. All right. Uh, I have the thing where that doesn't affect me. Oh, all right then. It is... I have the thing. I'm pretty sure I have the thing. I'm double checking. Precise shot. Uh, you can shoot or throw ranged weapons at an opponent engaged in melee without taking the standard minus four penalty on your attack roll. Sounds good. Nasty. All right. Uh, 18. That's a hit. He takes one point of damage. And he's still bleeding. And this... This right. does not stack. I remember reading that. And bleed is what, one point? Yes, one point each round. And we do it on your round or on his round? We'll do it on your round. Do it on my round. Yeah, it makes it, that way it's easier to keep track. All right, it's Rune's turn. What does Rune want to do? Rune is confused. Rune confused. Uh, Rune is always confused. Probably. Rune's confusion is confusing. What do I roll to, for magic is considered range, right? Yes. Magic is rare. Unless it's a touch yeah, attack, attack. And then it would be considered a touch attack. What he said. Alright. That's a hit. At 20. You've got to be kidding me. So, Clyde, Kalila, well, everyone, you see Rune Fingers stop strumming. Opening up his mouth, he lets out a blood curdling screech. As he screams, the wolf stares at him for a moment and shakes his head. Let's see. Does he still take the damage? Okay, but he does take damage. One sec while I roll my damage. He is still standing. It is Hugin's turn. Sorry, I was reading my arrow description. What? It's Hugin's turn. Oh, okay. Uh, he is going to try and re-entangle it again. You also have bite attack with... Excuse me. You also have bite attack with him. Yes, but it's my fighter. Okay. Hugin rolled a nat one. So... So... He I was saying, when she said that, I just see the spider rolling a nat one and just drooling on itself. Instead of webbing, it had to use the restroom. Ooh, blowing web out the other end. Spider peed himself. Yep. Clyde, your turn. Well, I attack. Big surprise. I get a 19 on that one. And that is a hit. Describe your killing blow. Well, as it tries to, you know, move and, and dot, bob and weave, I'm going to go one way, fake the the next and slide my blade directly into the throat to make it as quick of a kill as possible because it is a natural event it's not like it's something mm -hmm. else is going on so slicing the throat it begins to bleed out it drops out and his eyes slowly close ruin walks up and pokes it with a stick ruin thinks it's dead pokes it again he's dead Kalila will lower her arrow going, well, now we have dinner and a really good pelt. I'll get to work and take the first guard ship. This is going to take me a while. Uh, question. Mm hmm? Are these things normal around here? The old man 
looks up and gives a slow nod. They sometimes come here when they are solitary, trying to build their own packs. This one's probably a younger dyer that was driven away from his own pack. I will nod and go, I only saw one set of tracks. I didn't see any additional footing to suggest otherwise. All right. Kalila, roll your survival to cut, clean, and gut this and prep it for food. 18. So you go through and you're able to get a good chunk of the pelt. Some of it was damaged because of a bullet wound, which you were able to cut out. Um, The arrows that had stabbed in didn't do any damage to the pelt itself, so you were able to kind of hide those holes. Mm-hmm. You were not able to salvage the head because of the slice, how the throat was sliced, but you were able to get the pelt off the body as well as enough meat to get through several days of your travel back to the Holy City. As night falls, or as night continues, you guys are listening to Rune hum a tune as he lays back his head leaning on a tree. He seems to be more idly humming rather than trying to entertain. It seems that this is something he does normally. Ishul is sitting, tending the fire the best he can, doing, clearly doing something to at least feel useful. What do you guys want to do as um, watches continue? Do you guys want to do anything particular during your watch? Um, I don't have anything in particular to do during the watch. I mean, I'll make my, I'll do my prayers and everything. Uh, Defibius will clean his rifle and keep, while well, keeping watch. And hey, guys. Well, everyone besides. Oh, they'd be asleep. Yeah. Yeah, Rune and Ishel might still be awake here and there, but it also seems like Rune might be a light sleeper. Uh, Defibrius will clean his rifle at least and keep an eye on the tree line. He does not want to be snacked upon by giant animals today. Well, you said I finished uh, doing the wolf stuff, so just kind of lightly patrol around because, you know, better sight a little bit away from the fire. And she'll also double check on uh, Ishul to see how his sickness or condition is uh, because of her theory of getting him away from the town should help improve his health. As your watch goes on, you notice that Ishul goes back for seconds for food. It seems that his hunger has returned. How settling for him. He seems to actually be eating with fervor as if he was starving. So his appetite has clearly returned with a vengeance. Also make sure he stays well hydrated and get him water because the type of liquids that would have settled in his stomach were probably alcoholic when he was sick in that town. Right. So he is accepting any drink you give, the any water you give him, as well as food. Well, we have a huge amount of wolf meat, so yeah. she'll keep make sure that he's yeah. eating well, and we but not overeating to make himself sick. It seems that he is dealt with starvation before because he's not wolfing things down it's more he is 
eating a couple bites, letting it settle, eating a couple bites, letting it settle. So he is eating appropriately. Good. Yeah, she's making sure she wants to drill him with questions, but she knows better. And she knows she'll have plenty of time for that in the Holy City. Mm-hmm. So she's just making sure he's well tended to and the perimeters are safe. As daylight rises, you can hear the sound of wildlife in the area. And you see Rune is up early. He is already starting to prep horses. He has already cleaned up areas that he knows he can clean up, as well as help pack the pelt. You've noticed that he has folded it neatly so that it doesn't damage the fur in any way. She will smile and thank him warmly. He smiles back. Ishul is the last to wake up. Because of his age, he has that slow, he gets up, his body is, he has to stretch up a little bit. Giving a long sigh, he smiles and goes, I am ready when you are. All right. She'll help him up on the horse and get along going. So we're going to end here. As I said, me friends, traveling is dangerous, but our adventuring team has not had a problem with danger as such. But as I always say, may the dice gods bless your every roll. And remember me, friends, keep your eyes to the shadow. You never know what watches. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at WhatTheDicePod, Twitter at WhatTheDicePod, and of course email WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 